When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So, uh, yeah, we have a new Supreme Court justice. You know, the one that couldn't, uh, couldn't tell you what freedoms were protected by the First Amendment during the hearing. She's now on the Supreme Court because that seems like a really good idea. I'm sure nothing can go wrong there. She's not qualified for the job period. She's not qualified to pass basic civics. She could not answer that question. When you are applying for the highest court in the land, there shouldn't even be a pause when asked that question. And, and she couldn't she couldn't respond. She had to get help. The reason she is now sitting on the Supreme Court is because the Republican Party is not afraid to wield power when they obtain it. It's really that simple. I mean, it helps that they don't have much of an ideological makeup. I mean, that, that the fact that power is kind of their motivation is, is helpful. But that's why Republicans were willing to do this. If polling and turnout projections are accurate, there is a very likely possibility that the Democrats will walk away with the House, the Senate, and the White House after this election. If that happens, they have to wield the power. Scorched earth. I am not talking about, oh, well, we're going to do an investigation. No, you're going to restructure the courts. Plural, not just the Supreme Court. See, all those judges and all those federal districts, they're like really overworked. We need some more judges. We might want to divide up those districts. What has happened during this four years is pretty much unforgivable. There are a whole lot of people with R's next to their name that have... Uh, just sold out the country, my, my opinion. There are a lot of people with D's next to their name who I uh, don't feel fought hard enough, to be completely honest. If the Democratic Party gets the House, the Senate, and the White House, they have a mandate. They can make changes if they have the will to enact them. They can do a lot of stuff. They can help out with health care. They can fund all sorts of things. They can restructure the courts. They get infrastructure package through. Maybe do some environmental regulations. I understand that there are a lot of politicians with these next to their name who are not uh, ideologically motivated. And that's fine. But if the Democratic Party 
has the House, the Senate, and the White House and utilizes that power to make things better for the average person. They will retain the House, the Senate, and the White House. That's part of the problem, is that the Democratic Party seems very unwilling to exercise power, very unwilling to wield the power when they have it. In this case, they can hammer enough stuff through to actually get the progressives on their side. Maybe get them to show up and vote next time. Like out of you know wanting to support the Democratic Party rather than just trying to stop Trump. It's funny because this is the Republican Party crumbling. We see it. It is shifting to a far, far right that is unidentifiable by the rank-and-file Republicans when they sit down and look at policy. If they sit down and look at policy. The Democratic Party cannot just follow suit and become the new Republican Party, become the new conservative party. That's what's being rejected, hopefully. And if it is rejected and those projections line up with reality, the only way the Democratic Party is going to stay in power is if they push for real change, deep change, systemic change, the kind of change that will energize people, bring them back into the political process, get them to engage beyond when it's self-defense, because that's what this really boils down to. There's not a lot of people voting for Biden. They're voting against Trump. The I'm not Trump campaign seems to have worked. Worked better than I expected. Going by polling. But is it going to be enough to maintain that support? No. There's going to have to be change deep systemic change and it's going to have to come from the House and the Senate because it's not going to originate in the White House. That Supreme Court confirmation is appalling. It is appalling. The second she was unable to answer that question, those hearings should have been over. There's no way you give a lifetime appointment to somebody who can't answer a basic question about the Constitution. You don't do it. But they did. Because their uh, ideology is power. Their ideology is power and being supported by people who don't understand policy, who just like to watch the exercise of power and root for a winning team. That's it. Strongman authoritarianism. If the Democratic Party wants to maintain the base of support it currently seems to be enjoying, they're going to have to actually do something. And doing whatever it takes to nullify her vote should be at the top of the list. Because anybody who doesn't understand the basic freedoms of this country probably shouldn't be interpreting the Constitution and ruling on whether or not we have them.
It's funny, I had a much more fond memory of judging Amy before now. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.